Yoma Perik Vav, Mishnayot Aleph Truhe, Mishnah Aleph, the two he goats of Yom Kippur have to be equal in three ways. In appearance, meaning they both have to be either white or, or black, in height and in value. Also, they have to be purchased in one kinyan. But none of these things are me'akeb. If they're not equal or they were purchased on separate days, they still are kosher for the lottery of Kippur. If one of the goats died before the lottery was done, so then the live one is good. All we have to do is purchase one new one. Because we said, bidiyavad, it works if you buy them on separate days. And now we'll do a lottery. But what if the lottery was already done? And then one of them died. The surviving one keeps its designation. So we can't just get a new one and do a lottery, because a lottery has to be choosing from the unknown. So we need to buy two new goats, do a new lottery, and Tanakama holds that the Kohen Gadol will just announce that the live one takes the place of the dead one, the live one from the new lottery. But as far as the original goat will keep its job, so it's the new goat in the new lottery that becomes invalidated. And Tanakama holds that since this is a hatat sibur, we're not going to starve the new one to death. Rather, we're just going to wait for it to get a blemish. And once it gets a blemish, we could sell it and use the money for the nedaba fund to keep the altar busy uh, with korbanot ola. Rabbi Yehuda disagrees. He says that a korban hata sibur also, if it gets invalidated, it should be starved to death. And he also argues on another point. He holds that even a live animal, if it got rejected, it stays rejected. So he holds the original animal is the one that should be starved to death. He gives another case where that would happen. Let's say the blood of the Sa'id Fahashim spilt before it had a chance to be sprinkled. And and now we still have the Sa'id that we want to throw off the cliff. We're not allowed to throw that Sa'id off the cliff because the sprinkling of the Sa'id Fahashim has to go first. So we're going to have to do a new lottery to get a new Sa'id Fahashim. But this Seir that was supposed to be thrown off the cliff, because it got rejected, it stays rejected. That's the opinion of Rabbi Yudah. He says it should be starved to death. The Mishnah concludes with one final case where everyone agrees. What if the Sa'ir La'azazel died before the blood of the Sa'ir Hashem had a chance to be sprinkled? Now there's no point in sprinkling this blood of the Sa'ir Hashem because it's only mechaped if the Sa'ir Azazel is alive. So, and we're not going to save it for the and wait till we do a new lottery because once blood of a slaughtered animal is rejected, it stays to be rejected according to everybody. So we pour out the blood and do a new lottery. Mishnah Bet, after pouring the combined bloods of the Par and the Sa'ir. La Hashem, now he goes to the Sa'ir La Azazel, which is standing uh, facing east by the Nikanor gate. He leans on it between its horns, and now he says Vidui for the entire nation of Israel. And he says, Please, Hashem, they sinned on purpose, they sinned to rebel, they sinned by mistake in front of you, your nation, the house of Israel. Please, for the sake of 
of your holy name, Hashem. Atone, please, for their avonot, peshaim, and chataim, that they sinned on purpose and rebelliously and by mistake in front of you, your nation, the house of Israel. Like it says in the Torah, Moshe, your servant. Because on this day, he will atone for you to purify you from all your sins. In front of Hashem, you will be purified. Now, he said the name of Hashem in this vidui three times. Each time, the Kohanim and the entire nation that were standing in the Azara, when they heard the Shema Meforash, because he said the Yudke Vavke name each time, they, and it was came out of the Kohen Gadol's mouth from the Shekhinah, they bowed down and they fell onto their faces and they said, Baruch Shem Kibod Machoto Laonam Bayit. Mishnah Gima, the Kohen Gadol, then gave the Sayyidah Mishtaleya to the man that was appointed to bring it to the cliff. Anyone technically could bring it, even a Yisrael. But the Kohen Gedolim, Kohanim Gedolim made a rule that only a Kohen could do it. They would not allow a Yisrael to do it. Rabbi Yosef disagrees. He holds that they never made such a rule. And he proves his point from the fact that there was a Yisrael named Arsela who did it. Mishnah Dalit, they made a bridge to get this man with the Sa'ir Azazil out of the Bet HaMikdash and out of Yerushalayim without the Alexandrian Jews, who are referred to as Babylonian Jews, pestering him and bothering him. Before they made this ramp, these Jews would grab his hair and rush him along and tell him, take it and leave, take the Sa'ir and leave, atone for us already, why are you going so slow? So they made this bridge to protect him. The elders and the Hashu people of Yerushalayim would escort him until the first sukkah. After every meal, there was another sukkah. But there were only 10 sukkot total, even though the journey was 12 meal, because from the last sukkah till the cliff was another two meal. This way, where the cliff is, no Jews will be living over there. The Mishnah says that the total distance from the Mikdash to the cliff was 90 ris, but there are 7.5 ris in every meal. So that's the same thing as saying 12 meal. Mishnah here, when he reaches each hut, the Jews in that hut tell him, we have food for you, we have water for you. If you're very weak and it's impossible for you to bring the goat unless you eat, you're allowed. Just hearing that calms the guy down and he knows he has that back backup and it gives him the ability to move on and he actually is, ends up being able to fist. And then they escort him to the next hut. And then the people in the next hut do the same thing. Finally, when he gets to the last hut, which is only 10 mil from Yerushalayim, those, the people in that hut or the person in that hut only escorts him 2,000 amot. So that's only half the distance till the cliff. And then he's on his own. And the person from that hut just watches from far.